Okay, B'Shem Hashem Naseh V'Natsiach. What identifies a permanent not. Yeah, yeah, there we are. Okay, uh, due to popular demand, our halachic series on... Shabbat. On uh, Tuesdays or Wednesdays, sometimes our class is going back to the laws of Shabbat. We know one that keeps Shabbat is like he kept the entire Torah. Somebody that does not keep to- to- Shabbat is like he rejected the Torah from A to Z. To Z. That's why, how do we re- define a religious Jew? We don't say, you say Shomer Shabbat, because if you kept Shabbat, it's like you kept what? The whole enchilada from A to Z. Today we want to learn the laws of, uh, at least uh, part of the laws of, uh, one of the 39 things that are forbidden is to tie a permanent knot and untie a permanent knot. Like Shabbat, a lot of these 39 things that are forbidden... They're like, you can't light a fire, you can't extinguish a fire. You can't build, you can't demolish. Mm. You understand? So there's a few of those... You can't write, you can't erase. Exactly. Yeah. I love it when people are on the road. So maybe there's another few examples of that. Yeah. But a lot of them are opposite. So just like today we're going to the law. It says somebody that makes a permanent knot... See, the reef, the alfasi, actually I learned this in Kolo Be'iyun, so I feel a bit more comfortable. Parenthetically, Rav Shach Satsal said the goal of every Jew is to learn all of Shas, should be to learn all of Shas through your lifetime and all of Shulchan Aruch. Really? And Shulchan Aruch has four books. You know what the four books are? Orach Haim is the laws of Shabbat and daily practice. Kitsur? No. Then it's Yore De'ah. This is Rav Yosef, Ch- Ch- Rav Yosef Karo. I was just last week this time at his, uh. You went to. Yeah, I was with him. I was at Arizal. And wow, wow. In Safar. I went to the Ariz Mikvah. Wow. Even if I didn't have a towel. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it to dip. But it's forbidden to make wow. a permanent knot. Now, when does it, the Alfasi, the Rif explains that that's only, and this is how we paskin halachically, a permanent knot is only a, Sin from Torah law when it's a professional knot. Right. So we're not sure what's considered a professional knot. That's why a double knot that's permanent is a no-no. Oh, really? Yeah. So like if you want... But rabbinically, as long as you have one of these conditions, it's forbidden. So if it's permanent and not professional, it's also forbidden rabbinically. If it's professional and not permanent, it's also forbidden. Right. But like you can't... So we don't want... The worst case... Where it's like you lit fire on Shabbat is if it's professional and permanent. That's very bad. Right. But as long as it's permanent, even though it's not a professional knot, or... Professional but not permanent. Yeah, it's forbidden the Rabbanan. Now what's professional knots? Like what they use to tie camels, to lead camels in the caravans, or the sailors used to mount their boat dock their boat at the harbor. Those are Torah forbidden. Because those are both permanent. Right. 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 And they're professional. Right. So he says, um, like if you do a one, like a small knot, that you're like to, to close, for your animal to close like the door in front of the corral, but you always open it. So that may be professional, but it's not permanent. Like we said. So those are forbidden the, the, from from rabbinic law. 
Wait, so if you tie your shoe... So now listen to this. Now, we, which one is, which type of, not are you allowed to tie on Shabbat? Oh. If it's not professional, and it's not permanent, like your shoes, so you have to untie it after Shabbat. Yeah. yeah. That's totally permitted. Mutar. And it, by the same way, let's keep in mind, the same way that it's permitted to tie, if it's not perf- permanent and it's not professional, it's also permitted to untie it, right? right. The, lies, the, lo- the laws go hand in hand, right? Because it's two sides of the coin. It says, "Im and ha kesher mitkayim b'meshech shivat yamim lo nikra shesher kamav mutar l'kashuv shabbat." Now, what is considered permanent? If it doesn't last more than seven days, it's not considered permanent. So, let's say, for example, you don't have special Shabbat shoes, fancy shoes, and you're lazy Saturday night, so you slip off your shoes. Without untying them. That's not a problem. Because even though you tied your shoes to go to Kenisa, Mincha of Shabbat, and now you're not untying them, but tomorrow morning you're, you're gonna, right? So as long as uh, you know that it's less than a week, the problem arises if you have Shabbat shoes. Now, is it gonna be a full week that it's gonna be, you're a lazy person and mm-hmm. you just slip in and out and then the tie was done on Shabbat? So that's when it becomes, you have to be careful. Because then, if you don't wear those shoes for another week, then you did an Isudar Abanan. You went against a rabbinical decree because it was, you, permanent is anything that's more than a week. Right? So that's the definition of permanent. Yeah, it's very good to know. Mutar sharim shabbat kol Oh, wow, I didn't know this. Even my father of blessed memory was taught by Rabbi Zagari's father, not to do this, because the Benishka is, is very thing. But Ravavadia, it seems Ravavadia Yosef holds that you're out, you are allowed to make a double knot on top of each other, as long as you're gonna untie it after. Yeah, tie untie it within a week. Right. But it's better not to. Even Ravavadia will agree, concur to the Benishka that. Why, why do you need to make, unless like for your kid that's like gonna slip and fall and break his head. Right. With his shoelaces, it's better not to make a double knot on Shabbat. Because there are opinions that hold that that may come under the category of professional, and then you're playing with fire, because then you're both doing professional, and then if you forget to open it, right? So he says, let's say there was one knot, in your shoelace or wherever, on your clothing. So a lot of women clothing has to do with knots, you should know. Because, you know, there yeah. are certain styles of clothing they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the... He says, let's say before Shabbat, one knot existed on your shoe or on your belt or on an article of clothing, especially women, it happens a lot, I see. So it says... He says, so 
if you already had the same way that we said, right? We said even according to Ravavadya, Ravavadya would want to be stringent. Even if one of the knots was tied before Shabbat, it's best, if possible, to avoid to put another knot on top of it on Shabbat. Just leave it. Because to make it very strong, because then you're getting some people hold that a double knot is under the category of what? Professional. So what comes out of this is that in a case that you want to actually do a uh, a double knot, you better be sure that you're opening it. I would personally not risk it and open it right after Shabbat. Right. Right? Because some people hold a double knot is considered professional. But in a case of need, where it's like, you know, your pants is falling off or it's going to be like, you know, you have to put two knots. You're allowed to do it as long as you're going to release it within. I would be careful to release it just so you shouldn't forget by next Shabbat, release it right after Shabbat so you don't get into any, you know, danger zone. Hashem should keep us, help us to keep Shabbat. Shabbat brings Mashiach. A person that keeps Shabbat is like he kept the entire Torah from A to Z. Amen.